that's probably the biggest challenge is to get somebody to to understand that it's it's not as hard as it seems and it's worth it. Welcome, neighbors, to Hometown Earth, the podcast that brings a down-to-earth approach to all of your sustainability questions. I'm your host, Lena Sanford, here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Here, we believe that everyone can change the world. Do you believe? I'm a Midwest gal with big dreams to discover what it takes to reduce my impact on this beautiful place we call Hometown Earth. Join me every Tuesday as we navigate what actions we can take, big or small, to make a positive impact in your life and the lives of your neighbors on Hometown Earth. Hello, neighbors. I have got a special guest here with me today, uh, my partner in crime, Will Moore. Hello. Thanks for having me. Yes. Yeah. Y'all be prepared for this one because it's hard to rein him in. So long time listener, first time caller. Yeah. (laughs) I don't even make him listen to the podcast. He does it on his own. So there's that. So we've been together for three and a half years now, since 2017, and we've been living together for two, living sustainably for one. Yes, we have. And I wanted to bring Will on today because I think it's important to talk about the relationships we have with others and how it affects our sustainable lifestyle and kind of how you can build that with other people as well. So I think as humans, we kind of feed off each other's behaviors and influence. So it's important to take into account those relationships and how to share and navigate new things that we're incorporating into our life, especially when making changes towards a more sustainable lifestyle, which isn't widely adopted. And, you know, some people have trouble sharing that with others. So it's almost like you are who you surround yourself with. So you want to make sure that you're communicating that with other people in your life. So we're going to kind of talk about that and how we approached it and how you might be able to take some of those tips that we did to make it work and use that with whether that's with your roommates, your friends, your parents, or your romantic partner. And while we're on the subject of communicating, it's important to know that communication also includes listening. So if your partner is sharing these ideas with you, it's important that you listen and learn. And I think that's probably a good place to start because um, if you've kind of paid attention. You know, I made a a bit of a radical change towards a more sustainable lifestyle about a year ago. So I came home and kind of told Will that I was going to switch to becoming a vegan. And that was it. And we kind of opened that with a conversation. Yeah. And I I, I kind of broke the rule that I I just laid (laughs) out with the listening. And she said she was, you said you were going to be a vegan. You're switching to vegan. And I laughed. Yep. I laughed in your face yep. and it was a problem. <laughs> and uh, I, I just well, didn't. We continued from there. Yeah, we, kept we, we moved on. You know, I mean, I think the biggest thing was me sharing why it mattered to me and why, you know, I think if you're incorporating things kind of little by little as you go along, um, it makes it a lot easier to kind of have that conversation of making these changes because, it's almost like you're you're showing people by your actions and hopefully sharing information with them as you're going versus just a complete 180 and <laughs> deciding to do something different because we had been recycling but really didn't go full 
full tilt on it until <laughs> about a year ago. So you got to keep an open mind. Yeah. So I think setting, you know, having that conversation is probably one of the biggest things, even if you're starting is just to say, you know, I'm trying to learn about living more sustainably and incorporating these small changes so that they don't laugh in your face or <laughs> maybe makes it a little bit easier. And then kind of setting those expectations of, um, you know, what you want and expect from them as someone that you love and, you know, want to continue a relationship with, say, for instance, for me, gift buying, um, you know, I kind of decided that I didn't really want anybody to like buy me random things anymore. Because before I'd be like, oh, that's fantastic. I love this. And then throw it in a drawer. And now I don't do that. So explaining that and kind of just communicating those expectations is a bit goes a long way, I'd say. I would agree. And I think it's important to talk about the why. I think that's what helped me understand in the beginning and even now. I mean, now it's inherent because it's, you know, it's the way we've been living for such a long time now. But um, the why really makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. It's like, I don't want to eat meat anymore. And I laughed in your face. Like, how how are we going to do that? Like. Most meals we eat are meat. Like yeah. We cook chicken. We eat steaks on the grill. We do pork chops. But I, I didn't think it was possible not to have that. And I think that's one of the biggest changes. It's like, you know, I don't I don't really eat that much meat anymore. Yeah, because it's not mainstream. Like, it is becoming mainstream, but it's hard to fathom for a lot of people who have just lived the same way their entire lives. Because have you ever even thought before then about living more sustainably besides recycling or kind of about climate change to an extent? Yeah, I did. But, you know, I think I I adopted the mindset that so many other people have. And that's like, what can I do? Like, I'm just one person. There's like... If I'm composting, if I'm recycling or if I'm doing something, it's but an in, an insignificant piece to the bigger picture. Like it's not going to matter. And adopting that mentality is an easy cop out. Yeah. And quite frankly, it's lazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, you know. Once you get into it, and of course, I've had you to guide me the whole way, which has been extremely yeah. helpful because you do all the all the hard work with all the reading and the and the research. Well, like I said, you listen to the podcast, so you're learning too. <laughs> True, but you do the hard work, and and that makes it easier. But um, once you build new habits and new ways of thinking, then it just becomes like it was before. Yeah, I think that's a big thing too. Is just like leading by example. Um, without judgment. So part of, you know, even creating those routines or habits um, can be a big thing because, you know, sometimes you do need to carry the weight if you want to make that change with somebody, especially if you're living with them. Like, say, for instance, even carrying a water bottle out whenever you go out instead of deciding like, oh, I'm thirsty when I'm out and having to go buy something. Little changes like that might you know, might not come up in your head, but it came up in mine. Well, I, water bottles is a different situation because I've I've never not taken a water. I've bottle. never agreed with plastic water yeah. bottles. I, even at at the office, when my coworkers are drinking out of plastic water bottles, I slap them off their desk. I'm I'm an awesome person to work with. <laughs> <laughs> we have a, we have a fun. But culture. you know what I'm saying? As far as like even routines, as like a, I'm not sitting there saying like let's go get a you know oh uh, yeah Route yeah. 44 drink yeah. you know. Every we, don't, day. we don't go get ice cream anymore. Like oh we used goodness. to make those late night ice cream runs. But yeah, it's just kind of changing those habits. It's, and a, it's, it's healthier and habits yeah. and healthier routines. I and mean, it's not just healthy for our bodies. It's healthy for 
our lifestyle is healthy, healthy for the earth. It's healthy for our brains. Cause we, I mean, I feel better about, yeah. about doing things and I see the world differently now. I mean, trash gives me like, the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> I see people's trash out on their front yard. I'm like, how do you have that much trash? Or like driving down the highway and seeing plastic littered everywhere. It, it makes me sick sick to my stomach really and um and I try you know it's not perfect I try try to do my part as much I can and reduce my waste and all that stuff but you know you you help me out a lot yeah but like we're saying I think it's partially just coming in with an attitude of no judgment things aren't going to be perfect you know day one or even year two or year whatever we've been talking about that as um you shouldn't feel guilty if you quote unquote, mess up, like things are going to (laughs) happen. You're not going to be perfect. So kind of even communicating that, that that's okay. And celebrating the little wins as you come across them is another big thing. I consider a little win to be only having to put our trash out every two weeks as opposed to every week. I mean, that's, that's a win for our household. And I think even like sometimes waste Way specifically can, you know, increase when you have, you know, roommates or friends that you're living with or multiple people. So you have more waste, but then it's also kind of beneficial if you can kind of help people to rope into some of these sustainable practices, even like composting. Um, you know, you could lead the charge on that or, you know, say if Will leaves a light on, I can flip it off. So it kind of helps having that second person to, um, build on more sustainable practices. So, so you can kind of feel good about, (laughs) feel good about it. Yeah. And you can, you know, hold each other accountable for, for certain things like, um, I'm using tubed toothpaste. Yeah. Some changes don't work for everybody. (laughs) That's another thing is realizing that. What works for you might not work for everybody, but everybody's changes are still valid. So, you know, we'll still using the tube toothpaste and one day we'll convert. But, (laughs) But, you know, that might not what I'm using might not work for him. So he's just got to kind of figure out as he goes along on his own journey, like what he needs and wants to uh, incorporate into his lifestyle to make it more sustainable. And that's an opportunity for me to to carry the torch a little bit and do my own research. Like if the product that you're using doesn't work for me, then it's up to me to find an alternative because I don't want to be using tube toothpaste, but it just makes my gums feel so nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then building healthy habits like composting. I, I That's not something I ever thought that I would ever do or know really how um but ever since we got that composter when we moved into the the house you know um putting something into the composter is kind of entertaining (laughs) in a a weird sort of way so you you learn things about yourself too like when you share when you when you share things with somebody um because like i i enjoy opening up the composter and putting something in and it doesn't smell bad. It smells fresh. And it's, I don't know, it's kind of refreshing yeah. to put something in the compost. I don't know if that's gross. But. Yeah, but it's, I think that comes back to, you know, just sharing your experiences and what you're learning with other people as you go along. Like, you don't have to force it on your relationships, just letting them know, like, this is so cool. Like, I love going to the compost bin and smelling this refreshing smell. And they might be like, Hey, I want to start composting too. <laughs> I love the smell, like nice smells. So yeah. I don't know. I think partially it's um, sharing those experiences is I, I'd say the biggest 
step as far as helping with your, you know, to build that in your relationships and uh, making sure that you're all kind of on the same page as mm-hmm. far as what you're doing with your lifestyle and how they might be able to incorporate some of the same things. Yeah, I think it goes back to the, the little wins thing. That's those those positive experiences that you can share and that people can adopt, like having less trash than everybody else. That's yeah. that's a positive experience. It makes me feel good about what we're doing. And the smell of the compost, you know, that's just you know, a mental stimulus that makes me think, mm, ah, fresh. But it's it's also a little... Mm, that's wind. sustainable. Mm, mm, that smells sustainable. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's nuts? The number of ingredients in wasteful packaging and milk production. But you know what else is nuts? Joy's almond and cashew nut bases. It's literally nuts. And that's it. It's a perfect milk substitute without the wasteful packaging and unnecessary ingredients. It's nuts that only one tub of Joy can save up to seven milk cartons from a landfill. It's nuts that it can sit on your shelf for up to 18 months. It's nuts that Lena can make queso with this stuff. And to be honest, her food has never been better. But don't tell her I said that. And it's nuts that you can get 10% off of your order by using the code Lena Samford when you visit addjoy.com. Go nuts! Well, so what would you say was maybe the biggest uh, challenge with me sharing things with you or me trying to help both of us make these changes? What would you say might be the biggest challenge that you feel like you faced? Well, the biggest challenge, I think, is shopping sustainably and choosing the right products Um, because, you know, that what you consume is what you what your waste is yeah so deciding what you consume is is a hard is a hard thing to do because you never know you have to do a lot of research to, yeah. to know exactly what the right thing is and, and you know like i said earlier i'm thankful that i have you to, to to help me decide those things and do do the research but you know i it is a challenge to to make those decisions but at the same time it's a good challenge to have and it's a good challenge to think about um, it's a change in mindset because now it, it comes second nature. Having those challenges has given me a new perspective in thinking and in, in consciously thinking about what I what I purchase. It's no yeah. it's it's not like, a oh, I need to think about this for sustainability purposes. It's a hmm, where was this made? What is it made out of? And, it, it, I, and it's not it's not a conscious effort right. anymore. It's more of a second nature thing. Yeah. Um, But I feel like that even if it's not like, you know, me and you live together, we're kind of making these like we're evolving, (laughs) I feel like, together. Um, But say, for instance, you're sharing it with your family or my family. Um, Sometimes I think one of the biggest challenges is trying to get them to understand that framework whenever they've lived a completely different life. <laughs> yeah. And it's it like you said, it all comes back to mindset um, and I, how I they've always lived and trying to explain to them again why you're choosing that. Yeah, I think it's harder with older generations. You know, maybe that's just this, my my family. My parents are baby boomers, just like most listeners probably. But um, but yeah, it's I think sharing with anybody, getting them over that stigma of this is going to be so hard and I have to change everything about what I do about the way I live and it's going to be so difficult and it's going to suck. That's not that's not true. Um, and it's it's hard to communicate that with somebody. I think that's probably the biggest challenge is to get somebody to to understand that it's it's not as hard as it seems. Yeah. And it's worth it. And it's it's kind of like, you know, we raked the backyard. 
this past weekend. Wow. We had so many leaves. I'm, I'm forming a metaphor. Bear with me. <laughs> okay. We raked the backyard. We were covered in leaves after the winter and fall. And, you know, it's, it's a pain in the ass, you know, and it's like, it's a process to rake all of those leaves and to pick them up and put them in the box and everything and take that and get it dumped. But then you step back and you look at your yard and then you can enjoy it. And you're like, oh, wow, this is super nice. I'm so glad we did that. And that's kind of how I feel about sustainable living or like making that transition to sustainable living is like, okay, we have to think about these things. We have to put effort into making the change but once you do make the change then you can enjoy the change right. and you can feel good about yourself and feel good about what you're doing for the planet those little pieces like the whole reason why I made this podcast is what are you doing to change the world and I think that's an important question to ask somebody when you're trying to communicate these new principles and get somebody to change their life is like what are you doing to change the world? Because I don't know that many people have an easy answer to that question. And a lot of people, I mean, yes, the world, but like your world, like it, it does affect your own personal world so much um, making these changes. So then it's just like a domino effect for the rest of the planet, too. So trying to explain that to them and their personal um, influence on the rest of the planet mm. is a big thing. The not eating meat thing, which was so shocking to me. Um, I think a lot of not a lot of people, at least Americans anyway, can fathom that meat isn't something that's supposed to be consumed every single day. Yeah. And when you bring that up to somebody and you say that's a that's a truly American thing to eat meat for every single meal, people laugh in your face and they're like, what do you mean? Because yeah. it's so ingrained. But getting people to understand what like seeing things from a new perspective and it and not only is making the change to sustainability good for your health and good for your mental well-being but it also opens opens your mind to to what's going on in the rest of the world you have a little bit of a you know a neighborly perspective right. on the earth like yeah and i think even especially with that it's almost like a defense mechanism goes up with like if you talk about you know how yes. you should make this change to your what you're eating or you know who are you to tell me how yeah to exactly my or like even recycling a lot of people still don't recycle or have trouble recycling so it's just like making you know well you might not have to say it once like you are probably going to have to bring this up in conversation multiple times in the nicest way you can without judgment um in order to try to change that mindset because saying oh let's just change your mindset like mm -hmm. this is good for you that doesn't always work even for you know people listening to this podcast you know i'm going to repeat some of the same things time and time again and it's because we as humans have trouble re retaining that and like making those changes unless somebody just beats it into us. Mm -hmm. So just doing that in an easy way, like subconsciously leading by example, you know, repeating these same things that, you know, you're going to be healthier, you're going to help the planet. And here's why, you know, with facts, I feel like helps a lot. Yeah. And taking different approaches with different people, depending on the relationships right. that you oh, have with true. them is important yeah. too. Like. For me and you, it was really easy for me to adopt these things because we make decisions together as right. a household. So you're doing research and explaining things to me and I'm learning along the way. And as you're going on your journey, I'm tagging right along um, and learning these things with you. The things that you've told me like, oh, we can't we can't buy that because X, Y, Z, because it's not sustainable. And, you know, <laughs> one thing that's annoyed it's me. Not we can't. We don't want we can't. to. We don't want to. Yeah. We don't want to. But I, I, yeah, I guess can't isn't the right word. But, you know, it makes it easier. We can't do that. Right. Like, we can't do it. We got to do something else. Um, 
But one other thing, and this is kind of a side note, but packaging. Yeah. Packaging. Oh, oh it bugs me so much. I was already annoyed by, you know, those sealed packages. Like, I bought a pocket knife once, and this pocket knife comes in this sealed plastic package that I needed another pocket knife to, to open. open. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what's the point? Just nope. give me the pocket knife. <laughs> just like, I don't know. Yeah, little things like it's that. It's little things like that. And before it was just annoying, but now it's like, it, it was annoying to get into, but now it's like, why? Why do we have all of this plastic packaging? And it hurts me now. <laughs> it and bothers maybe me that's the thing that would help with like even friends. Cause I feel like, you know, there is still some judgment or not, you know, I don't feel judgment from any of my friends, but I'm saying like in the world, there's still, you're still going to run into friends, roommates, parents that are judgmental towards the changes that you're making. I think that judgment comes from a place of guilt. Yeah. In a way, because there's no way that you can look at somebody living sustainably and with good intention and say, they're stupid. Like, why would you do this? It's why like, would you help our planet? Yeah. Why would you try to reduce the amount of trash you put on your curb every day? Why would you try not to buy products that have excess packaging? It's like, but well, I think that's almost the same thing. It's like you're saying, why, why, why? Ask them if they start to bring up these questions to you. Ask them why they're doing what they're doing. And, you know, that might help them to internalize the change that it's like, well, why are you buying? But why do you feel the need that's to That's why they're so judgmental and defensive because that's an introspective an introspective a lot of people don't want to look in on themselves yeah Yeah. because you know the answer you know what the answer is going to be and i know that what the answer is going to be because i that's the way i used to think is the answer is i'm too lazy to do it and i don't care and i don't think i'm going to be effective or i don't think i'm going to make an impact i don't don't think it matters and and that is a disease (laughs) to think like what i do doesn't matter and is Well, so I know you used to think that way, but like, so you're saying that that just evolved over time to not thinking that way? Or did one day all of a sudden you were like, hmm, I have a different perspective. I have a different mindset. Well, you know, as we adopted these changes, that changed my mindset over time that like these aren't hard changes to make. It's not hard to think about what you're purchasing in a conscious way. Um, It's not hard to come up with a meal that doesn't have any meat in it, um, which you challenged me the other day because you're the best chef. And obviously I have, I'm have i lucky to switch over to plant-based because you have, you're such an amazing chef. And if everybody cooked the way you do, then they would, it would be so much easier to switch over yeah. to a plant-based diet. But um, I'll come up with some recipes soon. <laughs> well, we, we eat well. We eat really well. Well, and I think it's important to note, like, Will is not vegan. I'm vegan. He still will eat meat. Sometimes, probably yeah, every st- couple I, weeks. Yeah, that's or, true. I have my my vices. Yeah, right? but like that's okay. Like we can still live in the same household, and like he can do that because I know like it makes such a huge difference to him. Like by not eating meat every day, into the planet by not eating meat every day. So like the little switch that he did make is like phenomenal. It's like that's great. You, you're doing great, sweetie. Like <laughs> you know, like I don't have to feel like I don't feel like we have to be the exact same. And that would be a, a source of, you know, discord if I felt like we had to be exactly mm. the same. But yeah, but, you know, it, I do have my meat sticks in the free fridge. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Just in general, when they open up, I'm like, this smells I love my beef so jerky. gross. Beef jerky with cheese. I don't know if I could ever part with it. But, you know, if I 
if I looked at a sustainable option, did my own research to find there something, you, you know, that's, that's the step. That's maybe your next step that's the in step your in own my journey, journey there to, you go. to find those things that I love. But, you know, a, a good step in the right direction was last weekend when you said, what do we want? What do I want? I asked, what do we want for lunch? And you're like, I don't know. What do you, what can you come up with? And I'm like, shoot, I don't know. You come up with all the recipes. You're the chef. And she's like, well, no, you got to come up with something now. And I'm like, oh man, what am I good at? Oh man, I'm good at sandwiches. I make the best sandwiches. I he love does make sandwiches. a good sandwich. I make great sandwiches. So then once I sat down and thought about it, I was like, well, what, what ingredients do we have? How can I turn that into a sandwich? And it just came naturally. So I think that is a good point is because it's not like, you know, say if you're living in the same household with somebody, you can help them by leading by example and like helping them to make these changes or whatever, but not coddling somebody and like letting them figure things out on their own and like go on their own sustainable journey. Like I've asked, I just posed the question like, well, yeah, what, <laughs> what do you want? Like, and what could be good for us to eat? So I think that's part of it too is. Um, kind of not coddling somebody or feeling like you have to take over everything because that's a lot of pressure. Like that's a lot of weight to hold for yourself and other people. But if you can just lead by example and not, you know, hold everybody's hand and yank them behind you, that's another part of it mm -hmm. as well. So true. I had a thought when you those are few and far. Between. <laughs> Those are few and far. Amazing. I can say that. What a to surprise. This, to this guest, I can say that. What a surprise. No, I think I said earlier, like, it depends on the relationship you have with the person on how you approach enacting that change. Like, um, like with me, you led by example and, and told me your why. And, of course, you had so much great research behind it to, to help open my eyes to what is going on with our world and how things are connected. Also documentaries showing that and how we're ruining the planet kind of <laughs> wakes you up too. But, um, you know, I have been to friends houses where I say, do you recycle when I finished a beer or something? And they're like, nah. And I say, you're such an asshole. <laughs> <I> <laughs> because say, that's the relationship Why don't you, you have. That's the relationship I have. So I say, I say, <laughs> Fuck you, man. You're killing the planet. And then they're like, I know, I know. And that's when they say, I know. Yeah. They know. So when you ask people that question, what are you doing to change the world? They know the answer. And maybe that's the point where you say to them, like, listen, man, this would make such a big difference. I would love for you to even start doing that with your beer cans. Yeah. Or like, I can give you a recycling bag yeah. if you want. Yeah. Or here's a here's a cool link to a bin that you yeah. can use. So maybe another approach is giving somebody the first step and then see where that goes. Um, even if they don't carry on, you know, you can check in. Give them the tools. Give them the tools. Give them some resources like this awesome Lay it podcast. on a silver platter. Listen to Hometown Earth. Listen to Hometown Earth. <laughs> <laughs> well, so yeah. I, do you have anything else that you kind of feel like would help people with their relationships and Sharing that to build a better world? Uh, yeah. I would say be patient. Ooh, that's a good one. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. <laughs> Don't laugh in your face. Don't try to avoid having doubt. Like, have an open mind. Because, like, doubt is bad. It's I know there's probably some deep Confucius saying about doubt. Like, doubt is the seed of all destruction or something like that. That actually sounds nice. I'm going to coin <laughs> that. It. Trademark that. Uh, but yeah, don't don't doubt it. Uh, you know, go with it. You know, what have you got to lose? It's not like you're going to completely uproot your entire life and everything's going to change. No, I mean, 
if that happens, change is going to be for the change is good. Yeah, change is good. Change is going to be for the better. You're going to feel better about yourself. You're going to be cleaner. Who doesn't like being cleaner? I feel clean. Well, so what's I feel like that some people might come into the instance where, you know, it's like a very hard pushback. So what do you do there whenever it's just like you've tried and tried and tried again and there's still resistance? What would you say as a hard headed person that I know you are? Hmm. What would you what would be your piece of advice for people who maybe keep hitting a wall with people that they truly want to continue a relationship with or maybe they have to because it's family. So just keep doing it. Just keep doing it with a positive attitude. You're a positive person. So I feel like that's a big person thing is maybe even not using it as a source of conflict because that's only going to make the gap wider. Yeah, no, not a source of conflict at all. I would say just keep doing it with a good attitude. And if there is resistance, don't push too hard against the resistance. And it goes back to that leading by example thing. Because like if you lead by example and you make changes in your life, then inevitably those changes are going to become apparent to that that to that person. Like, for example, um, at my whenever I go to my parents house, you know, they don't they recycle and, you know, they don't live as sustainably as you and I. But one thing that I've noticed is when we have coffee in the morning, they use these little K-cups and I hate K-cups because I know how wasteful (laughs) they are. So I mentioned that I was like, I don't want to use these K-cups because they are bad for the environment and then my parents made the change to to make the coffee in the morning most more sustainable by getting recyclable k-cups and and those filters that are reusable and that works for them and that works for them but you know it's me just saying that yeah that this is bad for the environment to them i'm not going to use it they made that change to accommodate my beliefs because they love you because they love you and and so Ever since we've been on this journey, every time we come back. And so I guess I guess this this stems from they are my biggest challenge when it comes to like sharing the sustainable message and trying to change a lifestyle of living sustainably. They do a great job of it. Like they're not super wasteful, but there are things that can be done in their household that are more effective towards the environment. And and just us being at their house saying like, oh, I don't want to use this or, oh, that's really not sustainable or like this isn't something that we would do. They, I know that they they listen to that and they 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 make a change. Yeah, and I feel like even in that particular case, like it's almost like ahead of time. Hey, just so you know, here's these expectations of like I don't want to use this. It doesn't make me feel comfortable. Might be a better thing to just communicate. And something you said kind of resonated with me. It's almost like they're gonna see the change in you and be like, "What's going on here? Like, I want to feel this good energy. Like, I want to feel because it is like a shift in energy. I feel like towards a better common good mm. in yourself and in in the world. So I feel like that that's part of it too. Is just sharing your energy and like. Maybe you don't even say anything. It's just like living it. Yeah. And you, and you, lead by example. Lead, we keep saying it. Lead by example. <laughs> lead by yeah. Example. And it's like, you know. Uh, Put out the, good energy and you're going to get good energy from other people. Yeah. And everybody comes from a different background. And, you know, some people believe in climate change and some people don't believe in climate change. But you don't have Those to. Those are the flat earthers. Yeah. The we don't <laughs> have them there. Some people believe in climate change and some people deny it and think that it's all a hoax. But regardless of what your stance on climate change is or your political beliefs, you cannot deny that living, choosing to live more sustainably is a good thing. So when you do approach somebody to make a change, it's definitely important to to 
gauge where you are in your relationship and maybe evaluate a strategy on how to, to do that. But, you know, we keep saying over and over again, lead by example. Mm -hmm. So let's wrap that up then. So let's put all this in a pretty little bow. What, you know, what ways have we said that we can share our lives and our sustainable lifestyle with the people that we have relationships with that we love? And I think some of the top things. Educate. Educate. That's yeah. sharing the why you're doing what you're doing. I think that's number the one. The why and the how. The why and the how. Education. Yes. One. Education one. Um, two would probably be leading by example. Leading by example. <laughs> that we, one should be number one B. Yeah, like. maybe we should switch those around. Lead by example. So start yeah. your sustainable yeah, journey. Educate others why you're on your sustainable journey. Build each other up Build each whenever other up. they do something good or, you know, celebrate you can the do little something wins. good together. Yeah. Celebrate those little wins and make it fun. And then do that with no judgment and a little bit of no patience. No judgment and patience. A lot of patience sometimes. <laughs> and then giving the tools. Giving the tools. Like this podcast. Like this podcast. <laughs> it's shared. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think those are the main things is just to um yeah lead by example and mm -hmm. so i think those are the main things that you can do and that they will help you to foster better relationships um with the people that you love and hopefully it all goes well and if nothing else it's something else to talk about in yeah, your relationship that's true. <laughs> you can always use you don't have to stare to at your about. phone you can be like hmm have you heard about <laughs> it's the conversation this new started. product or hey, this how about sustainability fact, huh yeah. or having statistics in your pocket like you know for every tub of joy that you buy you can save seven cartons of milk from a landfill yep there you go that wasn't a plug at all <laughs> so i consider myself to be extremely lucky to have you in my life not as far as like just a general thing, because I am thankful. I'm blushing. I am thankful every day that you are in my life. Um, but another thing that leads to that thankfulness is this sustainable journey, because I know I wouldn't be able to do it by myself. Um, and I think just as far as sustainable journey is concerned, it's easier to do it with somebody else. Yeah, it's easier to do it when you have the people you love, at least, you know, supporting you and behind you. So trying to get that. Um, trying to, you know, explain that support and get that support from them is huge. And you continuing that lifestyle, I'd say. You make me a better person. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh my on the gosh. Air. I, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, hopefully y'all got something out of <laughs> all of that. I know I did. Yes. Um, but yeah, if you have any, I'd love to know, like, you know, any problems that you've had or challenges you face or even good wins. Like, let's share some wins mm -hmm. that you've had maybe um, in your any of your relationships on Hometown Earth. I will post a little post there um, where you can drop your good wins. And if you got a hard-headed partner like Lena does here, then uh, maybe you can ask me some questions on how to break Ooh, through. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us, and we'll see you next see week. See you next week. <laughs>
I hope you enjoyed this episode of Hometown Earth as much as I did. Let us know by rating and subscribing so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every week on Tuesday. Head to the show notes linked in the episode description for more details. And let us know in the comments what you want to hear next. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. And you can find more about the podcast on Instagram at Hometown Earth or connect with me personally personally at Lena Saintford. We all know change needs to happen. So let's get started right here at Hometown Earth. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.